This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. America on ice. 73% of the nation under a blanket of snow and ice. Then, no Mardi Gras. Can you believe this is Bourbon Street? But is a fourth wave coming? Spring Breakers, March Madness, and did President Trump hijack a model of Air Force One for Mar-a-Lago? And your first look inside the new Air Force One, plus War of the Will. Larry King's widow contests the TV legend's handwritten will that cut her out of his fortune. Then... Dog napping epidemic. Get him, get him. It keeps happening. I don't have children. She's like my little baby. Plus, how to keep your mask from pinching and cutting behind the ear. News you can really use. This next pack is super easy. And what the heck happened to Chrissy Teigen's lips? Who got brown tutors? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. If there's no snow out your window, you are in the minority. 73% of America is dealing with the white stuff. And in many parts of the country, it's downright dangerous because winter storms have knocked out power, leaving millions in the cold and the dark. Stephen Fabian reports. Can you believe this is Galveston, Texas? The snow and ice blanketing America is causing as much chaos as a Category 5 hurricane. It's colder in Houston than Anchorage, Alaska, and 5 million households have been left without power. There was outrage that downtown Houston was lit up like a Christmas tree, while residential neighborhoods were without power. The outages had tragic consequences. A Houston woman and an eight-year-old girl were overcome by carbon monoxide fumes as they struggled to stay warm inside a car. They had the car in the garage and were running the car to try to get some heat. So we're here with our friend Robert Sinclair from AAA. Robert, is it ever safe to use your vehicle as a source of heat say, when the power's out in your home? Certainly nowhere in your house. Carbon monoxide is an extremely dangerous vapor. It is odorless, it is colorless. You will not know it's happening. It's very important that you have carbon monoxide detectors throughout your house. If that garage door is closed, don't put that key anywhere near that ignition. Hard to keep your feet in these conditions, as this man discovered. This guy actually slept all night outside in Dallas in freezing temperatures to draw attention to the plight of the homeless. I got a feel, an inkling, just a little feel for what people must go through that have no place to go. And, and it's unfathomable. Check this out. It's a rare snow nato that formed outside Dallas. Oh my God. And pipes froze in this home near Fort Worth 
then burst, sending water cascading through the ceiling and inundating the entire house. A lot of people in that situation, and it's not over yet. Another round of winter weather is expected to hit much of the country today through Thursday. Just under 54,000 new COVID cases were reported yesterday, and that is the lowest number since last October. But that fact has not put a smile on the faces of health experts. Instead, they're concerned about what's to come, warning of a fourth wave. That's right, another surge of COVID cases for the fourth time since the pandemic. We're all weary of this virus, but unfortunately, we're not done with it yet. A COVID-19 triple header is coming our way. Spring break, March madness, and Easter festivities. These big national events are part of a feared fourth wave. We're just about to enter a really big storm. In New Orleans, Mardi Gras has pretty much been canceled. Today is Fat Tuesday, but you'd never know it. It is a bit surreal to see Bourbon Street this empty. The mayor has now shut down major streets in the French Quarter, like Bourbon Street. It's a far cry from last year's party scene in the early days of the pandemic, which led to an estimated 50,000 COVID cases. For Ralph Brennan, who owns the Napoleon House restaurant, the shutdown is the latest blow to business. It's been rough this year because business is way off. People are very concerned. And when the mayor made the decision to close the bars, we had a lot of cancellations. Board games are about as lively as Mardi Gras gets this year for these roommates, who are all teachers. We'll be doing a lot of watching movies, reading, um, just kind of making sure we're staying away from as many people as possible. A number of New Orleans residents are making their homes look like parade floats. They're calling it Yardy Gras. Our neighborhood theme is Staycation Paradise. This one sums up last year, little shop of 2020 horrors with a giant COVID virus hanging out front. We've got 3,000 houses on our map right now. <laughs> Megan Boudreaux, the woman who dreamed up Yardy Gras, received an award from the mayor's office. You've started a new tradition in the city of New Orleans. <laughs> so. Awesome. so Mardi Gras lives on, at least in spirit. One New Orleans bead maker says business is down 80% this year. Remember that model of the redesigned Air Force One that former President Trump showed off in the Oval Office? Well, it's been spotted at Mar-a-Lago. Did President Trump take a souvenir from the Oval Office? This is the new Air Force One. A model of the new Air Force One that he proudly showed off to world leaders visiting the White House is now on a coffee table at Mar-a-Lago. The new plane, which is currently being built by Boeing, was a source of great pride for Trump. But you know, it's a much bigger plane. Bigger wingspan. He showed off the plans to reporters and bragged that he personally selected the new color scheme. It's red, white, and blue, but it's the color blue on the American flag, which is a darker color. We're getting a sneak peek at the new plane in a just-released National Geographic documentary, The New Air Force One, Flying Fortress. Here's Trump in the current Air Force One Oval Office. Now, check out the sleek new design. The presidential bedroom is also getting an upgrade from cramped to plush. The stylish new bedroom will feel more spacious with a touch of five-star comfort. I view this as something to do with legacy. Every time I look at it, I'll say I had a lot to do with it. Meanwhile, outspoken Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger is paying a steep price for turning against Trump. Eleven family members are disowning him in a scathing handwritten letter. 
Oh my, what a disappointment you are to all of us and to God, they write. We are thoroughly disgusted with you. They chastise the Illinois politician for horrible, rude accusations of President Trump. It is now most embarrassing to us that we are related to you. You have embarrassed the Kinzinger family name. Kinzinger today said his cousins chose Trump over family. I hold nothing against them, but I have zero desire to reach out and repair that. That is 100% on them, and quite honestly, I don't care if they do or not. Other news today, when it was revealed Larry King's last will was a handwritten document that left his estranged wife nothing, it was a safe bet that that will would be contested. Well, the war is on. Jim Murray has details. Larry King's estranged wife claims she was blindsided by his handwritten will and says she's taking her fight to court. In this legal document filed today, Sean King says she objects to the will and the appointment of Larry King Jr. as the special administrator. She claims she recently became aware that her husband has a secret account through which Larry would make gifts to various individuals, including more than $266,000 to Larry King Jr., his son from a previous marriage. Sean wants to recover some or all of that money. In Larry King's scrawled last will and testament, made public last week, Sean King is cut out. Instead, Larry calls for 100% of his funds to be divided equally among his children. Sean was quoted as saying she believes someone pressured Larry King to write up the new will. She says her lawyers will vigorously fight the will in court. We had a very watertight family estate plan. It still exists, and it is the legitimate will, period, she tells the New York Post. But Attorney Royal Oak says Sean will have an uphill legal battle. This simple one-page handwritten will can wipe out all previous wills. It doesn't matter if it was 60 pages typed, prepared by the fanciest lawyers on the planet. You have a right to change your mind. The TV legend was married to Sean 22 years, but they were in the middle of a divorce when Larry wrote the new secret will. Last year, in his final televised interview, Larry told me what drove them apart. From everything to child rearing to religion, we didn't get along. She's 26 years younger than me. But she's always been 26 years younger. Always. But now, you know, now it hits me. I'm 86. Now, even in death, they will have one final battle. A court hearing is scheduled for March 25th. We all know how popular dogs have become during the lockdown with pet fostering and pet adoptions at record highs. Well, dog napping has been on the upswing, too. As Amber Cagliano reports, some thieves are unbelievably brazen about it. That man is on the run with a stolen puppy. But there's more. His partner is also fleeing with another puppy. The homeowner in Hollywood grabs him by the shirt. The puppy is dropped, then scooped up. She throws a dog toy, but the thieves who are answering a puppies for sale ad get away. Still missing two little bulldogs. Throughout the pandemic, dog napping has been on the rise and some of it has been brazen. In Houston, a man and his fiance were walking their bulldog. Suddenly, a car speeds in reverse and stops. Two guys jump out. Can you believe one is armed with an AR-15 semi-automatic? You can see him trying to fight off one of the bad guys until a shot rings out. In those moments when they were shooting, you thought your life obviously was in danger. Yes, very much so. I 
didn't want to die, frankly. The thieves swung the helpless dog by his collar as they made their getaway. Police discovered Kirby A-OK in an alley. The suspects remain at large. In Jacksonville, Florida, Rick and Kimberly Block were shocked when a Grubhub delivery man made off with their teacup poodle named Lexi. I don't have children. She has, she's like my little baby. Kimberly showed us how it all went down. Because I was wearing my mask, I could not see below me. I opened the door and I grabbed the pizza. And Lexi walked right out and I didn't even see her. The delivery man stuffed the 10-month-old puppy into a sack and then waltzed out of the condo. I was freaking out. The next day, cops retrieved Lexi unharmed. Now, get this. The suspect didn't even work for Grubhub. Cops say he allegedly used a friend's Grubhub ID. Be careful, especially during this period of COVID where we're all relying on these companies. I mean, the last thing in the world you would suspect is that they come to steal. Grubhub says they had no knowledge the suspect was using his friend's ID, and they now both have been banned from the platform. Meantime, a woman was arrested in connection with the stolen bulldog puppies. Police are still looking for two male accomplices, as well as the puppies. Last night's episode of The Bachelor was the first since allegations of racism roiled the program. The show made no mention of any of it since it was filmed in advance. But behind the scenes, a growing number of contestants are speaking up, saying the franchise needs to do more. Here's Megan Alexander. Should longtime Bachelor host Chris Harrison be fired from the popular franchise? Some former contestants are pushing for just that. Demario Jackson, who competed on season 13 of The Bachelorette, says it's time for a new host. I don't really think he should be allowed to return, but it's not up to me. Jubilee Sharp from season 20 also thinks Harrison should be canned. Wish I could say this Chris Harrison interview and him defending racist behavior was shocking, but it's not. The Bachelor franchise has a long history of being criticized for its lack of diversity. In its nearly two decades on air, only three people of color have been chosen for the show's lead. The controversy also led to this awkward moment of silence on GMA this morning. But it's turned into a reminder of just how far we need to go, conversations that need to be had, and yes, maybe some ignorance that still exists. But the show will go on. All right. Nothing to say. Okay. (laughs) Going to move on. Today, a number of past contestants are reacting to Harrison's controversial comments. I was... Very disappointed. Brian Abasolo is married to Rachel Lindsay, the franchise's first black bachelorette and the woman on the other end of Harrison's train wreck interview. Chris Harrison is someone that I respected highly and not going to lie, I definitely lost respect for him after watching that interview. But some in Bachelor Nation say Harrison should be given a second chance, but only after he undergoes a lot of education on black history and sensitivity training. I hope to see him back uh, with the franchise, Um, you know, but again, ultimately that's not my decision. That's that's on him and, and the franchise. I would not be offended as a person of color, but that's just me. In my opinion, Chris Harrison is not a racist. In my opinion, You know, Chris Harrison is a good human being. The Bachelor finale is set to air sometime in mid-March. Next, how to keep your mask from pinching and cutting behind the ear. News you can really use. This next pack is super easy. And what the heck happened to Chrissy Teigen's lips? Who got brown (laughs) tutors? 
Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The wife of President Trump's Treasury Secretary. Wait till you see her sexy new movie. I don't deny it. Next, Inside Edition. Just one month after leaving office, Trump's Treasury Secretary's wife and her big surprise. I'm not defined by Trump or that administration. What she's telling only Inside Edition. Then, the mysterious letter found behind the wall. What's lurking behind your walls? Next, Inside Edition. Face masks are likely to be a part of your wardrobe for the foreseeable future, and some people are getting creative, trying to figure out a way to stay protected without these darn things hurting so much, especially behind the ears. Stephen Fabian shares some of the tricks some folks have come up with. We know masks are a must, but they can also be really annoying, even painful, especially around your ears. We've been seeing that a lot of us are feeling a little bit of pain behind our ear from the loops of the mask. Lifestyle expert Christine Bibbo Her says you're going to love these easy hacks. So this first hack, I took it right from my closet. My favorite earmuffs, you just attach the ear loop right over the fluffy part of the earmuff. Voila. If you have long hair, this is one hack you'll want to try. If you can twist up your hair in two little buns like this, super easy. Put it on, pop them over, there you go. And talk about using what's on hand. This next hack is super easy. Everybody has paper clips at home, so you just take a little paper clip, attach it to the ear loops, and stick it over your head. And that way you don't have to have it hanging on your ear. Next, I took my husband's old t-shirt, grabbed a pair of scissors. If you have an old long sleeve t-shirt, cut off the sleeves and pull the loops through each end. Then tie it in the back and you're good to go. Many people have been wearing masks for nearly a year, so it may be time to give your ears a little break. Comfy and cute. Whatever trick you use to make your mask more comfortable, experts say be sure you still have a snug fit to assure your mask is effective. Still to come, what the heck happened to Chrissy Teigen's lips? Who got brown tutors? <laughs> Social media has been talking about Chrissy Teigen's lips. Well, here's what happened. This isn't the glamorous Chrissy Teigen we're used to seeing. Look at her swollen lips. Look at this. Oh, it's like hard. You're all just gonna think that I got lip fillers. What in the world happened? I like bit an orange to try to open it. <laughs> and I think there must have been like a pesticide or something on it. That's right, she had an allergic reaction after biting into an orange. We show the video to dermatologist Dr. Doris Day. She says there are warning signs that require immediate attention. If you notice tongue swelling or difficulty swallowing, that's a life-threatening situation potentially. So go right to the emergency room and have it evaluated. Some fruits like strawberries and apples can cause similar reactions if they're not washed. By the next day, the swelling had gone down, but you can bet no more biting into an unwashed orange again. Oh, it's like hard. When we come back, skiing in an unlikely place. today making the most of the winter blast.
It doesn't snow much in Austin, Texas, so this guy is grabbing the opportunity to ski right on the road. No ski resort, no problem. Stay safe out there. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.